Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 36 of Transformers Armada. It is Mars. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Armada, Starscream joined the Autobots in the rescue of the Minicons, revealing Megatron's plan to build a spaceship that nobody seems to care about. And in this episode, Starscream's running around cutting up rocks. Yep, oh, and he's screaming. Up. He's screaming. He's out for his morning run, getting his steps in, I guess. And yeah, he's <laughs> really pissed off. And because they're idiots, Rad and Carlos can't understand why he's so angry. But Alexis, in a voiceover, explains it to us that he wants to kill Megatron, but the Autobots don't share that same goal. Opening bumper. And when we come back, Alexis tries to talk to Starscream, and he I feel like they're really, I'm going to use uh, references that came after this show, but I really feel like they're trying to force a Miko or a, you know, like a yeah. a Bond situation here. But she reaches out, and he's like, I don't want to talk, and he basically walks away. And Although when he walks away, that boy has some hips, and they sashay. Those <laughs> hips, like, watch him when he walks away from behind. His hips are just like, He's like Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) Didn't notice, but... uh, Oh, I did. Megatron's pretty much doing the same thing, blowing everything up that he can see. He's all pissed off. And the other Decepticons are watching this from the ship, and Thrust comes over and tells them, since the Autobots took all their Minicons, that they have to finish building the spaceship. (laughs) Yeah, great plan. Because there was like a hundred Minicons, and now you have three boobs. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Anyway, they all go off to build the spaceship. And although I will say, I do like this trifecta of boobs. I like Demolisher, Cyclonus, Wheeljack. I don't like that Wheeljack's a boob, but... He is definitely in that group, and they have some serious Three Stooges energy. Anyway, mm-hmm. they go off, and then Thrust here sideways, go, oh, boogity boo. Yep, all oh, those fools. And he appears like in static mode first, and then materializes and tells Thrust that the Star Saber, Sky Boom Shield, and Requiem Blaster complete one another. And Thrust thinks about that for a second, and he's like, okay, but why are you telling me that? But sideways is gone. Yeah, and Thrust is a little bit where he's like, wait, did he mean that they actually physically combine? You just hold them? Although they have to be physically combined because nobody can hold a gun and a sword and a shield unless you have three hands. I guess they are Transformers. Anyway, (laughs) uh, we go back to Optimus HQ and the Minicom alarm goes off and Alexis fairly quickly figures out that it's on Mars and Optimus goes, I'm not surprised. (laughs) What? What? But, uh, yeah, so I guess we're going to Mars, and Carlos wants to come with, and Hotshot reminds them all that, hey, look, most of us can't fly, so it's up to Jetfire and Starscream to go get this thing. Yeah, Jetfire, like, kind of just takes the reins. He goes, I'll take the shield. I'll go alone. I don't need anybody. In fact, I think he even says to Starscream, like, F off. Yeah, you're just going to get in my way. I can do this myself. I don't need you. And Starscream's like, no, no, I'm coming with. And then Carlos, Vance, and Fred are coming with, too, I guess, because now they're in the warp chamber wearing spacesuits. Yeah, they found spacesuits. <laughs> there is a line, like, when everybody realizes they're there, I forget if it's Rad or Alexis sees them on the monitor and is like, at least they remembered to put on suits this time. Yeah, exactly. And, like, all the Autobots laugh at that, but... Ha, <laughs> <laughs> They'll die. <laughs> but before Jetfire and Alexis tell them no, which they do, you're not going, Starscream is because he pushes past Jetfire, transforms, and flies off. Yeah, and Jetfire follows him. Uh, then we go up to the moon. Sorry. We go up to the moon. 
And Megatron is told by Thrust what Sideways told him. Like, Thrust fills Megatron in. Yeah, and he also says, and, you know, this whole plan's going according to plan. Starscream has the Star Saber, and Jetfire's got the Skyboom Shield, and they left the Autobot base. It's just the two of them, and Tidal Wave is going to intercept them on the way to Mars. Yeah, so uh, Jetfire arrives on Mars, but doesn't know where Starscream is. Can't find him anywhere. And then he's got a Minicon. I don't know who it is. Maurice? Maurice the Minicon. Yeah, Maurice. So he, he Maurice the Minicon turns into kind of what looks like a bad adaptation of a Mars rover and yeah. gets sent off. And then Red, uh, or uh, Jetfire realizes there's a storm a-coming. Mm-hmm. And back at the base, they've lost visual with him, and the boys still have their spacesuits on because they're idiots, and Fred's nose is itchy, and he tries to scratch it, and, oh, how am I going to scratch my nose, and how am I going to eat my lunch? And Optimus thinks that's a real knee slapper. He's like, ha! <laughs> and back on Mars, Starscream is calling out to Megatron. I don't know why he thought Megatron would be... I mean, I know there's a Minicon there, but he assumed Megatron would come. Yeah. Who cannot fly. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Tidal Wave reveals himself commercial break. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, the dust storm is really in high gear now. And Tidal Wave tells Starscream to hand the Star Saber over and starts blasting at him. But Starscream blocks it with the sword, so Tidal Wave transforms and just punches him one yeah it like knocks him down to the ground Jetfire sees kind of the explosions off in the distance uh and we get a quick shot of the kids watching the autobots watching static at the base yada yada and then we go back to starscream on the ground he's like he's hit the ground he's lying up against a rock and he looks at the minicons he's like hey get out of here leave me alone and they walk away and he goes oh even the minicons have left me well yeah it's like man you told them to leave and yeah, uh, yeah everyone's abandoned him and he doesn't understand why it's so hard for everyone to understand it that uh, he just wants to defeat Megatron, and he just picks up a random rock and crushes it in his fist for emphasis, and lo and behold, there's something glowing inside it. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a big setup for, like, some Energon thing. I was thinking, oh, fuck, he found the Minicon. He picked ah, up some yeah. random rock, and there it is, but no, it's it's not. It, yeah, it's going to be weak sauce. But uh, we then go... Oh, no, no, no. The Minicons return with uh, Jetfire and Maurice, yeah. and uh, Jetfire tries to help Starscream up but he's in a mood yeah he tells him to scram go find your own damn minicon that's why you're here isn't it and Jetfire's like all right well then if that's why i'm here you get up and help me for fuck's sakes but starscream tells him no man it's your job i'm only here to defeat megatron and you can't possibly understand why well then you're under arrest for <laughs> yes. basically insubordination like he's got the handcuffs and everything yep and he's coming along whether he likes it or not and he's bringing him in back to the base they can come back for that minicon some other time and optimus thinks this is a great idea let's just leave that minicon there and yeah with a decepticon on mars <laughs> yeah. And by the way, go cut me a switch. Like, yeah, that's really? pretty well what he sounds like. Oh, so they're they're flying back through space, and Jetfire is scolding Starscream. I'm working as a team, and blah, 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 blah. and I'm really on Starscream's side here. Yeah. Just let him go kill Megatron. And you know what? If he dies, so fucking what? Exactly. Like, <laughs> the worst case scenario is they both live. Everything else is a positive for the Autobots. Anyway, as these two are flying along in space. Starscream points at an asteroid and says, hey, I saw the Minicon. I thought he was lying. That's what I thought, too. It was like, hey, look over there. And then he was going to sucker him one. But yeah. no, sure enough, it really is. They fly closer and Starscream can almost grab it and it activates. But then Tidal Wave attacks because I guess this was the trap. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they Thr- Thrust is the kind of guy who 
like looks at stuff when something happens by chance he just goes uh uh i planned it that that's thrust's <laughs> mo because apparently this was the trap but Starscream, as uh, Tidal Wave goes down to, I think, pick up the Minicon or flies over it, Starscream basically yells at it, hey, the Autobots are about peace and love, man, and the Decepticons will throw you into a free market capitalist hell. <laughs> yeah, join the Autobots, not the Decepticons, save yourself, fire, fire! And, he and does. this little piss ant thing, first I thought it was just going to be like some fake Minicon they put there to, for a trap, but apparently it's real. It does fire this gigantic energy blast that knocks Tidal Wave away, and Jetfire and Starscream swoop in and grab him. Uh, yeah, and then Megatron is here. He just got here. I guess he warped in. And there's this is kind of the one moment I really like in this episode is that Starscream wants to go back and kill Megatron. And then, it, like, that could have been good. But then, I don't know what, like... I was going to say, I don't know what happened here, Paul, but like literally nothing happened because all three artifacts begin to glow and then they call in and Jetfire's like, hey, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like this giant ball of energy appears between them and everything goes white. And then, yeah, Jetfire's like, oh, we're fine. Oh, what do you mean, Starscream? Who's Starscream? I gotcha. Yeah. He's right here. We're fine. We're coming home. Yeah. And then we go to Megatron. He wakes up in space, thrust and tidal wave, find him. I guess it, like it, it doesn't. We've been promised that these three artifacts coming together is going to be a big thing. And all it did was create a ball of white light yeah. that somehow knocked Megatron on his ass in, in space. space. And the other two were fine. What the... Anyway. At the Autobot base, Jetfire tells Optimus pretty much, you know, same thing. Yeah, but yeah. But then he's like, shut up, shut up. I'm a great leader and I don't want to inform my troops of possible danger. <laughs> We'll keep it hush-hushed for now, and yeah. Red Alert's fixing Starscream up, and the new Minicon is here, and Fred asks if Jetfire could scratch his nose in space. Hey, wait, do you even have a nose? And, oh, my God. <laughs> there was the, the Fred line I loved was when, the, I think it's Vaunt, is like, hey, did you bring us back any souvenirs? And Jetfire's like, uh, all the shops were closed. And then Fred goes, will they be open tomorrow? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that kid still gets a laugh out of me. It's like, is there anything that grows on Mars you can eat without yeah. having to cook it? And yeah. Like... Uh, so um, then Starscream, oh, well, Starscream and Alexis, they have another little bit here that's fairly forced, but he's like, I'm only here to kill Megatron. He walks off. And then Alexis, oh, yeah, like, I didn't bring you anything. But then Alexis sees that little rock. So I guess he, did he bring the rock back for them? I was hoping it was an alien egg and one of them was going to get a face hugger. Remember a few episodes back at the end of Runaway where I suggested putting the Minicons on Mars? Uh, yeah, forget I said that. Terrible idea. Anyway, in August 2003, three months after this episode was new, Mars was the closest it had been to Earth in 60,000 years, but it was still an awfully long distance for jet aircraft to fly, but that's too stupid to worry about. Why don't they question how a Minicon that was on a ship that came out of warp millions of years ago near the Earth's moon, then crashed into it, and part of that ship broke off and landed on Earth, ended up on an asteroid near the orbit of Mars. Seems a bit far-fetched, doesn't it? I mean, turns out that's exactly what happened. It is a real Minicon, but it seems like an awful risk for such long odds. Why wouldn't they think this is just another Decepticon trick? They did it to them before. Let the Decepticons have this one. If it is a trick, there's nothing to worry about. On the ridiculous chance it's real, then what are they going to do with one Minicon now that you've got all the other ones so far? Well, besides the Requiem Blaster guys. How come they didn't come back with the others last time? 
Megatron didn't even have the thing in the last half of the episode. What Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The episode was Mars. Paul, what did you think of this off-worldly experience? It wasn't bad, but that whole handcuffs bit was just stupid. Like, they could have done <laughs> that so much better. Like, Jetfire's like, listen, man, I get it. You're right. I don't understand you, but Megatron isn't here. The Minicon is. We deal with that now, and we could deal with Megatron later. We work as a team, and right now the team has a job to do. Yeah. Something like that. Jetfire is a bit of a, a bossy jerk. Like, he doesn't really empathize well. Yeah, I agree with you. There was nothing overly memorable. Do you know what I actually do? I am enjoying is the pace of the overarching story. Like, and all the screen time that Scream, Star Scream is getting. I'm really liking that we're actually going in this direction. Because we haven't had, like, a a Monster of the Week or a throwaway episode in a while now. Feels like it. And the other thing I didn't really like about this is why would Carlos Vance and Fred be the ones to be so eager to go to Mars? I mean, Carlos, I can kind of see a bit, you know, just for the adventure, but yeah, the other yeah. two, like, they'd be the kids that, like, oh, Uranus kind of thing, yeah. instead of Uranus. But to, like, it, I think it should have been Alexis at least wishing she could go, but knowing yeah. she can't, because, like, she's the one that's interested in geology and True. Like, just the way she reacts to that rock that Starscream brought back. Yeah, I, I think yeah, would have been I, more could, I could see Vance wanting to go fred no way fred no way um yeah it's again not a, not a horrible episode no the very middle of the road the next episode paul and i are going to review is crack if you want to see a couple junkies you can find <laughs> us on twitter if that still exists i'm at john Sobey and paul is at p mcpherson one yeah you can also contact the show by email through transformers nitpickers at gmail.com yeah and make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app whatever it is you listen to us with whatever you listen to 30 seconds to Mars with and uh, <laughs> to all your friends, tell everybody you know. Uh, you can find old episodes of the Transformers Decorators Podcast. Go to Podbean.com and keep it See you later. How am I going to scratch my nose?